minute. <laughs> Welcome back to our show. Um, if you're watching this for the first time, this is Good Morning Minutes, where we talk all things student um, dilemmas and student ideas and student issues too. Um, I am your co-host, Hubuki, um, the VP Student Life, and I'm here with Bicep, Alex, and Niall, and also my two fabulous co-hosts here on and here on C. So I'll let them introduce themselves, and then we'll get into our guests as well. Who me like this? Okay, uh, yes. Yeah, so my name is Kieran Ross. I'm the vice president for Welfare and Equality, and I am experiencing audio issues because I have a puppy chewing on an empty bottle in the background. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Kieran Coughlin, the chaplain in the university. Uh, delighted to be here. Breaking the rule of never talk religion or politics. But anyway, looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. And then we'll get into Alex, Baisa, and then Niall in that order as well. Hey everyone, my name is Alex. Um, I'm a second year theology August New Yoga student. Um, I'm your SPCN sender and I'm also Catholic. Yeah. Hey everyone, my name is Baisa, I'm in my final year, I'm studying English and Psychology and I'm the Events Manager and Public Relations Officer for Minutes Islamic Society. Is it my turn? Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> my name's Niall, I am a second year international business student here at Minute, and I would consider myself an atheist. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, also I never even got to ask Kira and Kieran C and if y'all had any religious or faith backgrounds or not even as well because it might be interesting to share that talk too. Kieran's looking like is my dog gonna make noise? <laughs> yeah I was trying to wait for a break and it's chewing um, but yeah I know so um, I was raised um, in a Catholic background but kind of over the last while really the last couple of years I've kind of um, disassociated myself from a lot of it. Um, I wouldn't consider myself an atheist particularly I would um, consider myself probably more agnostic um, if I was to put a label on my faith but I try not to think about it because I generally try and avoid the existential dread and all that stuff um, and I try and focus on the present but uh, but yeah no great Catholic um, and yeah I don't know what I am now really. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Catholic I uh, was definitely raised bed into the churches and the the two-hour rosary sessions and all that crack but um no i'm still still a catholic still still hanging on uh but yeah no it's just very interesting for people that identify themselves with religion and faith it's gonna be interesting to talk about it you know yeah and also don't don't recognize it at all because i've i've plenty of uh friends that are like that so it'd be interesting but yeah no i I've, catholic i was gonna i felt like i was gonna go into the fresh prince song there you know catholic born and raised or something like that like you know, yeah. <laughs> um yeah um, i would be like on the line well so actually I grew up in a very very faith-based Christian household but I still wouldn't have been like into that whole thing for a very very long time so up until only recently is when I decided you know I'm gonna take a little bit more time to research and do my own kind of yeah just I guess look into things and see what I really like and I, I found that yeah you know Jesus was for me <laughs> so yeah I'm a Christian now um of course but yes yeah, so that's kind of my thing but over, overall we're going to get into a conversation where we talk about all of this um and also we're going to talk about some of your opinions that you left on our Instagram um this week but to talk about what we're actually getting into the topic of our week today is religion faith and unbelief in student life because it was a topic that was actually brought about at the same Pat student forum and I thought it was a great idea so I was really excited to get into it so thank you to all our St. Pat students who have been talking every week and kind of bringing up this topic that's really important so um before we get started I'm just going to get into one thing which is our poll results from Instagram and we put up a poll last well this week actually to ask people whether they had a faith or a religion or not and 119 people in total answered 50 people said yes they do have a faith or religion and 69 people said no they do not have a faith or religion we did ask people to elaborate on this further and what that how that impacts their lives but before we get into that kind of stuff i just wanted to ask all of you how you feel about this topic and your faith your religion or lack of and how that impacts your life so i might go um starting with niall and then alex and then bicep we'll do that order yeah so like i said i you know i consider myself atheist but I was very much I think like you know some of the other people here where I was baptized Catholic 
so I could go to a Catholic primary school and I went to, to one in, in, in England and we literally used to go to mass every Wednesday. It was really weird to me anyway, um, because I, I was young and I didn't like it. Um, and then I also went to a Catholic secondary school. Then when I moved to Ireland, I was also in a Catholic secondary school, but I'm not sure where along the line I kind of stopped believing, but like I was saying to you, Buki, like I've always found religion really fascinating and all the different religions how it affects like particularly my generation I think um, like religion was always my favorite subject in school in my GCSEs I got an A star in religion and ethics which was like my favorite subject at the time I was always the person who was arguing with the religion teacher so yeah what was the question <laughs> you answered it don't worry you got it but I actually think that that's really interesting you said something where you're like you're not sure where you stopped believing is it a question as to whether you stopped believing or you didn't believe at all in the first place kind of thing you know um are you asking me that question or is it rhetorical? Um, I'm asking you. Um, yeah, I did, I did. Um, but I was a very, I suppose you could say annoying kid. Like I actually read the Bible when I was quite young um, and I kind of poked holes in what many would call the inaccuracies of it. And that's kind of what led me to, yeah. very, I questioned a lot of things when I was younger, so. That's good, that's actually good. It's good to question things as well. Um, Alex, yourself, what about you? Yeah, so I was raised Catholic. Um going to mass every week all that kind of stuff but I suppose when I was probably more so in third year I'd probably rely on my own prayer rather than like going to mass so that's sort of where I stand with it um I wouldn't like like now that mass isn't done I'm not missing it because like I do rely more so on my own prayer but then again like when it comes to like morals and that kind of stuff like I do I sort of don't let my faith well I do but I don't overly rely on my faith to determine yeah. what I believe is right and wrong. That's cool. That's yeah. interesting. interesting perspective. English, interesting perspective. Why can't I speak about that yourself as well? Um, so I'm Muslim and I think faith in general kind of shapes my way of life. Honestly, like I wasn't, I was obviously born and raised Muslim, but like I don't think I said it embracing it or like practicing it properly till maybe I was maybe like 16 maybe maybe 17 so I think it's for me it's more of like a journey I know I think some people find it easier like to practice like Islam off the bat and then some people it's kind of like a build-up um has it impacted my life yeah I think it's my way of life I think they're like I always say to my friends like I don't like the word religious because I don't think it's like it's not a characteristic. It's not meant to be like a personality trait. I literally think that like, they should be one, like who you are is based on like your religion, in my opinion. But you know, it's not the case for everyone, but I think that like Islam does influence the way I act towards people, influences like what I do, how I eat, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's actually true. That's a good point. I don't know if Kieran or Kieran, see you even wanted to jump in at any point, please feel free to do so if you had any thoughts um yeah so like even a lot of the points that I kind of see common themes when all of you are speaking about different things it's that at some point you weren't all I guess you know just like I believe from the get-go get-go kind of thing or I didn't believe from the get-go it was it there was a point in your life where you were like okay I, I was raised in this particular background but at some point in your life you were like okay there was a point where you took what you were doing seriously and you were like okay I'm gonna start really questioning things or I'm gonna start going okay you know what why do I go to church or why do I do what I do kind of thing and also that's kind of shaped how you think right now and I would say like my next question would be in in student life do you think that a lot of people um do allow religion to shape their lives or do you think that they don't I don't know this is a very broad question <laughs> but yeah anyone can jump in at any point and answer but can I I'll just go back Buki just before jumping to that question the um like I, I think that it, the interesting thing with this conversation is for one, like it, it's this point of history we're able to have an open discussion like this. Like if we went back like a hundred years, it just wouldn't be happening because we'd all be dictated on where we live and the society we're in. You just wouldn't be allowed to talk about this at all. And I think like it's very interesting because like most most students who grew up in Ireland or or the UK uh, would be either like they'd be one of maybe three religions and mostly in Ireland it would be definitely like you'd be either Catholic or Protestant you know um, and that's just tradition so you just think like wherever you are born in the world you know that definitely dictates the beginnings of your intro like your, your introduction to religion um, and I think what's interesting for you guys is because I always find it's that 
it's that age, like the university age, where you start to, because it's the first time, it's your first time in life, really, where you're away from the, the kind of the surrounds of home. So now it's like, right, this is on you now. You have to kind of think about, like, you, you're not, some, somebody's, parent, somebody's parents are, are, are strict in religion or they're not. You know what I mean? Or maybe you're, you're growing up back from wherever that is, because I'm not saying everybody has, like, both of their parents uh, still alive, or whatever your home setting is, generally impacts on what you kind of, your belief system. But then all of a sudden you're like, you're post 18 and you're like, right, okay, nobody's chasing me to do stuff. Uh, it's kind of my decision what I do now. So now I'm starting to think about what do I believe in? And I think it's interesting what you said, Noel, about like asking questions and stuff. I think, I think, I think sometimes you, ha- you have to ask those questions. Like that, that's, you got to know, you, you got to know what you believe in. You can't just be going around saying, oh, I'm this, that. Like you have to, like, why do you believe in that? Like, you know? So like what you know, why why are you a follower of Christ? Why are you a follower of Islam? Why are you an atheist? Like why you know, and, and I think that's a really good journey for us all to go on, start to understand what what you believe in, what what's important to you, why you believe it. Um and it could be part of that is like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, I got it from my mom and dad. I'm really proud of that. Like that's okay. Carry that as well, but then understand it a little bit more. Um and uh, I personally I think until the day we die. The, it's always going to be part of our journey. Like you're always going to be asking those questions and at different stages of your life, you'll have, you'll have different questions, you know, let's be honest, the closer you are to going, you'll be definitely asking more questions like <laughs> what's after, what's coming after this? Like, you know, so it's, it's, it's just, for me, it's a continuous journey, but yeah, where you're, where you're born and raised is a huge part of it. And now it's a chance to let's explore it, you know? So it is, it's great to explore it. Definitely. I was actually going to say, even scratch what I said before, because actually I don't think that made sense in my head. But actually, now that you've, you've helped me develop the question that I wanted to ask properly, when we were asking students about like how it impacted their lives, a lot of people when you know who answered, no, I don't have a faith or religion would have said, and um, the reason why they don't is because they, they don't want to feel tied to viewpoints that is dictated by a church or organized religion. That's actually really one of the biggest topical things that we have when it comes to faith and religion. And I just think that we could probably elaborate on it more because we have different perspectives here today. But why do you feel like in a generation like now, especially um, the thought of people or young people in general is that they don't want to feel tied down because that's actually the word that a lot of people use is that tied down to faith or religion. Anyone can jump in at any point, please do. Now go for it. I think, you know, and I'm speaking purely from a Catholic perspective here, because obviously I, you know, I was raised Catholic, but also um, like Kieran was saying, the vast majority of people in Ireland probably are Catholic. I think for a lot of people our age, especially maybe we like, like Gen Z and millennials of the first real generation who didn't grow up really under um, the, the time when, when the state was so heavily influenced by the Catholic church. Um, and when like Kieran was saying, they didn't really have control over various aspects of your life and obviously with um you know there was a lot of different things like the sex abuse scandals the um Magdalene laundries dossiers all that kind of stuff that came out that's still very fresh in our parents minds that's very fresh in you know our minds and I think the younger generations like Kieran was saying are more willing to question because we're, we're not like our parents who were living almost in fear of this entity that was the Catholic Church does that make sense right Right. I like the way you pointed out that it's not even it's not even the faith itself. It's almost that that aspect of the Catholic Church, the people and within that and the things that happen. It's it's this thing we call church hurt, essentially, (laughs) you know, um, the things that happen in the past often scar people a lot, you know, and there's no doubt about that, I think. So that's a really, really good point to bring up as well. And I I definitely understand that viewpoint because it's like when bad things happen, you will obviously go is this something that I really want to believe in now? Do I really want to follow this kind of thing? But like, I definitely understand that point as well. So it's, it's definitely a valid way of thinking too. Um, Bites that yourself as well. I actually am curious to hear your side too. Um, no, I have to kind of be in agreement. I feel like a lot of it's kind of like lack of understanding, like not understanding your faith and more like, for example, in Islam, more like, like using, following the people rather than the religion itself. We always have this phrase that um, in Islam, our religion is perfect, but the people aren't. So I think it's the case where people tend to use um, like human beings who follow the religion as like representatives. And yeah, like if you're going to wear a headscarf, you're obviously going to know like, yeah, I'm Muslim. So, but it doesn't mean that 
I all my actions fully represent Islam as much as I try. So I think it's like people not want be, wanting to be tied down is down to like not understanding fully what this means, why we do this, why we do that. So I think that's like a huge thing. Right. Just what you what you said there, boys. That like the, the uh, that expression about religion is perfect. The people aren't. I I was kind of going to say about that because I think in this discussion, what's very important, I think is the difference between religion and faith because religion is the organized part of faith like you know at the like if you were to take because no you mentioned like the, the 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 catholic churches there's no doubt even for me and i work like, i actually work for the like the archdiocese of dublin like that that's who i work for and i'm, and I'm positioned as a, as a chaplain in the university um and my my official title is catholic uh, university chaplain but i, I just call myself university chaplain i don't kind of because i don't want that to lead on how students interact with me that's probably a little bit different but what what i think is important to realize is like that's for for me it's like religion has always been the man-made structure of every faith so like if you believe in a god you know in my case you know it's it's jesus christ i believe like if you look at that i always that's why i always go back to even friends of mine who who are atheists uh, they're always like Jesus was a great socialist like he was a great he was actually a great man like if you look at the stuff he was doing and he was preaching and I think if you always hold on to that if that if your faith is as a Christian so let's look at all Christian denominations I'm just going to talk about that as an example because that's that's where I am with my faith but you know Jesus is pure the the message is pure religion has come and complicated and tainted all of that because at the end of the day it's a man-made structure there's people sitting around the table making decisions they don't always get it right because humans are not perfect. Mm-hmm. We're not. We make mistakes. Right. You know, our judgment, judgment calls, you know, and look at all the bad judgment calls around religion and the wars on the back of it and everything. But if you go into the faith, into the actual, the, the message of it, the, you know, the God itself, the, I think there's very few people who would have issues with that. Like there's very few people who would have issues with some of the messages that come from, mm-hmm. from, uh, so that's the big thing for me when people, because I think a lot of the backlash and a lot of people where you're talking about feeling tied down or when people feel oppressed or upset, a lot of it is anger against religion. It's, you know, and that's where you get a lot of people now, a lot of people say, and even generations older than me now, they say, I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual. So, Mm -hmm. so it's almost as if they still care about their soul, but they don't want to be tied to a religion because of all the mistakes made and all the rules and regulations and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. You know, jump in. Yeah, so that was actually going to be my next point, um, is that, you know, you, people, I think it's like a, almost a misconception, like like Kieran was saying, that you you can be, you can have faith without being religious. Um, and I think that, like, for example, if you look in the case of, um, you know, like the church, not even in the present day, like obviously there is obviously stuff in the present day that you consider questionable, but even over the last kind of 800 years, um, like I think Kieran touched on it there, like the wars that it, it's kind of like the the idea that you know we are human and power kind of corrupts all. That's obviously what had happened in in the papacy over the and kind of across Europe, like they had armies and everything. It was just um, so I think you know like that doesn't sit right with a lot of people. But I, I suppose I wanted to ask a question, if that makes sense. Like if you don't follow an organized religion but you like Kieran said you can still have faith does that mean you still follow that religion or is it because I remember someone explained it to me um in that like they had faith in something higher but it wasn't necessarily the catholic god or the christian god right right, right. Right. I'm going to take that question and hold it just for a moment because I don't want to forget it but I do want to let Alex speak and come in and then we can get to that question if that's okay I do forget the original question, but um, tie down one. My hand. Yeah. Um. So, quite personally, like I study a lot of the sort of controversial things as well, and a lot of them haven't aged well. And I suppose that is why a lot of people don't want to be tied down to religions. Um. But then again, like what Kieran C said, um, to be more spiritual than religious, that is a really interesting point. That I'd say a lot of people would be more spiritual if a lot of the controversial things aren't associated with the likes of the church, if you get me. Yeah. Can, yes. I, can I just interrupt there? Go for it. 
I'm not sure if it's the same as in Christianity, but for Islam, like there's no there's no hierarchy of people. Like for example, um, I know in the church they have priests and the Pope, and but in Islam we obviously have imams, but they don't. They're people of knowledge. They're people who know a lot about Islam, but they're the same as us. They're still sinners. We we our kind of communication path wouldn't be from like normal practicers to imams to God. It would be from us to God, the imams to God. So the mosque in itself isn't, they don't control what people do. It's more like, this is a safe space for you. This is a, like a space for everyone to come in and, you know, as a community to pray, to talk to each other, to, you know, engage in conversation. It's not really like once you're here, you have to act a certain way. It's more, like I said, like a safe space. So they have like no, no power over what we do. And moms have no power over what I do. Do you know that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I think, I know it's like kind of different, but in, like anyone who is like a sheikh, what we would call like an imam or a person of knowledge doesn't have any like hierarchy or power over what we do and how we communicate with God. So I think that comes in when I was talking about religion it was like, um, I don't know if like you misunderstood me, but it was more like the, we follow the Quran and the Quran has all our like, you know, rules of faith. And that has come, we believe that has come directly from God. So it's the sense where it, it has nothing to almost do with human beings. Right, of course right. we have like our important human beings, like, you know, the prophets and stuff, yeah. but it, again, they're like sent by God. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's no like, yeah normal human there's no human we believe there's no human error in it <laughs> <laughs> i understand what you mean no i did de i definitely get it and i'm not i haven't forgotten your question now don't worry it's still in my head more or less <laughs> but even just to comment on you guys i i definitely understand your viewpoint as well because i'm hearing i'm hearing so many interesting perspectives because i would think completely differently like as someone who i would consider as like i would consider myself a christian i guess that's what we put the we put the label on it kind of thing but like in my head, I definitely see myself being a little bit different from maybe the Catholic viewpoint or I guess the religious viewpoint. I definitely feel like a lot of the direction that I get comes directly from the source, which would be, you know, the word of God, which is in the Bible. That's where it would be. We don't have, in my head anyway, I don't necessarily look to a hierarchy because at the end of the day, like you've said by that, like humans are flawed. So looking at that viewpoint, it's, I definitely understand what you mean and what you're talking about as well. And um, yeah, so now going back to your question, sorry. Um, do you want to read or? say something about Bison's yeah. point if that's okay. Go, go, go for it. Yeah, so like, I think it'd be interesting because obviously like, like Bison said there, we have like this hierarchical structure where like the Pope is literally described as like the bridge between earth and, and God. And obviously you have cardinals and then archbishops, bishops underneath them. Um, and in the past and potentially today, but I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, it, it used to be a thing that people used to do for, I, I would assume not, in present day but for power and it used to be you know people used to climb the chain and the papacy wasn't just you know the, the the ultimate man of god on earth it was the commander of the papal armies it was um you know it commanded the biggest one of the biggest armies in europe that kind of thing so i think it would be really interesting to know and obviously we'll never we never will know but if if christianity or catholicism sorry was never structured in such a hierarchical way if we just had priests who were who were no more elevated because even priests were like the the yeah. the elevated people in their society so if we just had priests who like like by were saying weren't necessarily these people you put up on pedestals in your society they weren't like the pillar of the community but they were just people like you and i but they just knew the bible inside and out would people's attitudes towards catholicism specifically still be the same hmm. That's a, that's a deep point. <laughs> I, I, I think you answered that earlier, Noel, when you said that at the end of the day, human beings, when you give us power, we, it does go to our heads. So, like, yep. you know, if you were to go back to the very early days, they, they would have been just like, you know, ordinary people going out, kind of just sharing their love of that faith, you know, and sharing their news, like what they've seen as the good news. And as time went on, you know, give, give people a position. And like, I think throughout history, there's always been good people. So if even you take the role of a priest in a, in a community, there's probably always been priests that have been really good down to earth. Um, but then there's probably always been priests who have let the power go to their heads and completely abused their position, you know, um, and completely. And to this day, you see that, you know, but I think that what's happened, what the good thing about 
this part of human history where we ask questions more and people are more accountable is that now I, I see it anyway. I see a lot more normality in um, within religious circles. So whether it's it's Christianity or Judaism or um, is Islamic faith or whatever faith, I, you see far more interaction and far more, um, I would say, like the, the down to earth element. So I think it is changing. And I think for me, the interesting thing is like, you know, you flash forward like 50, 60 years. So there's a period of change now. So either, you know, obviously as, as a believer, I would hope that the, that the church stays because ultimately it's, it's gone through good and bad through history. And I think all religions are going to do that. So I would hope that this is maybe like a cleansing period. All this conversation leads to, so if any, let's say how many of us is here in the call, like if there's six or seven of us here in the call, whoever decides whatever fate they want to go with in life and who, if they want to follow a, a church or a system, at least they're doing it from an informed standpoint. They're not being forced into it. So those that choose to, to, to continue that life or to, to follow that way, at least they, they, you know, it's coming from a good place. So I, I can only see that as, as organizations getting stronger and getting maybe mm. more, more back to basics, more back to the, what they originally were meant to be, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. These are, these are some great points. I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> and you know what? Like, even to, to continue your, your point, Niall, Baisa actually touched on this quite early on in the conversation about, like, how people, you know, when it comes to being that tied down thing that students do feel like, oh, you know, I don't want to really be tied down to one way of thinking or one kind of set religion thing. It is par partially to do with the way they see people who are within those religions or those faiths and how they carry themselves, um, especially those who you might consider to be in a hierarchical position or, for example, not necessarily in a hierarchical position, but someone you would look up to, for example, or just, you know, you, you know, they have a knowledge in it. And I think even when we look at like, I'll just use the Bible for example, for an example, because it's something that I've looked into a little bit more. But even when you do look at some of the aspects of the Bible, there's a lot of when I guess the New Testament, the Old Testament, when Jesus came in, I think his thought process was like, okay, we need to stop with this whole hierarchy thing and get rid of that because that's actually not what it's about. People are looking at you and you're acting like you're above them, you're more than them. And every time you point the finger at someone and judge someone, you're actually judging yourselves because you as a Jew or as a believer, you actually, you do more, more bad things than other people do. So it's, it's an interesting concept to think that I, I think a lot of people do base their, their reasons of believing or not believing on the people they see within these religions and within these yeah. faiths, how they carry themselves when ultimately it is about that looking to that, per, I guess, perfection, you'd say, and being like, and looking at that and breaking the barrier between it and being like, okay, I'm not going to look at people because people, people lie, people people destroyed the, the, the world in a sense, if that makes sense. That's so deep, but like, sorry. Yeah, just to even comment on that kind of thing. I just thought it was interesting. No, hi. <laughs> right, I have so many, like I said, this is one of my favorite keep topics. Keep going, yeah, keep it coming. If you have anything to say, jump in. Um, but something I was just thinking there, I think Kieran kind of touched on it there, is as, it, it seems that as kind of Catholicism kind of gained less influence, um, especially, you know, in Europe and particularly in Ireland, and the papacy has kind of receded in power. Engagement with the Catholic religion has dropped kind of year on year. Like my religion teacher said that um, he thinks in, in a few generations that there could be next to no Catholics left uh, in Ireland because of, you know, the, this thing. So that kind of begs the question, were people in Ireland Catholic because they believed uh, or because they were forced to believe um, because they were scared to not believe? Oh, God. <laughs> No, I, I'm saying that because I do like that question a lot. This is this is a great question, and you know what? I'm gonna have to lean on the side of I think that, um, quite similarly to oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm referencing the Bible too much. Let me stop because that's really not what we're doing today. <laughs> we're not preaching to people, but yeah, I I think I'm leaning on that side of maybe they they were they were a little bit more afraid than they they believed. That's just what I see because I think it's like yeah, like Kieran and like Baisat said as well people I don't think necessarily understand why they have a faith or a religion. They don't necessarily understand that. And that's why there's, there's barriers. That's why people don't want to go further into it. They just don't understand. And that's down to the fact that maybe there was this air around, you just have to believe <laughs> that's I it. Think, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm like, like on that, um, to come in, like, I know when I would have been raised, like, as I said, I was raised kind of in the Christian, like Catholic side of things. Um, and it was very much like, you know, um, 
from a very young age was the case of you're going to Sunday Mass, there's no saying it, like mom and dad are going to Sunday Mass, you're going to Sunday Mass. And it was like, <clears throat> like there was no, like, I guess there was no, um, there was no choice in the matter for me. Um, it was kind of, this just the way I was brought up, it was the religion I was brought up in. Um, and now, like, I at the time, you know, when I was younger and I didn't really think too much into it, I was um, very much like, okay, you know, and I was even an altar boy at one point, like, you know, um, but, like, because I got, I got really involved and, you know, and I, like, when I was younger, kind of, it became something that was consistent for me. It was something that was part of my, like, daily life. Um, but obviously then, like, as I got older and kind of looked at the kind of more the religion side of things, more so than the faith side of things, and then also, like, coming to terms with my own identity as a queer individual in the Catholic Church was kind of like a, oh, uh, oh, right, uh, okay, this is the opinions that some people have, you know, and it's like that time back to, you know, um, the whole people, the religion versus faith side of things. So I know I kind of distanced myself from the, uh, from that. Now, I still would have that kind of pressure, like, you know, when it's Christmas time, mom would turn around and be like, like, you know, we go to to <laughs> Mass on Christmas Eve, you know, and she'd be very much like, you're going to Mass on Christmas Eve. But once I, I was told, it was up until, it was kind of like, I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, um, but I was brought up in it, and it was kind of like, you know, um, until I was, I was told until I was in transition year, I had no choice as to go to Mass. And once I was in transition year, I was old enough to make my own decisions if I wanted to go or not. And like I did for a while, but then I said the kind of I tried to move away from the religion side of, of aspects because I didn't want to be tied down with like all the opinions, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of went along with it and that kind of conflicted with some of my own beliefs about like morality and what is and isn't right in the world, you know. And um, I like I'd consider myself to be very like progressive in in terms of my ideas around certain things and certain topics. But I wouldn't see myself. I, I wouldn't see, say, the Catholic Church as being as progressive in some of those, and obviously, conflicts there. So that kind of force, I guess, like almost that forcing you to move away from like the religious aspect, which I don't always think is 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 good. Like I know personally, like I would have loved to be able to say, you know, to stay involved with the church in terms of the community aspect, because I think the community aspect can be fantastic. Um, but you know, it's just, it's tough for I think that's like, like it can be tough for people who want to retain that community aspect when you're trying to bring that community in line with like the kind of the overarching ideals of a religion rather than a faith per se, you know. And yeah. so that's where I always struggled with the kind of the tying down side of things. And then I said I kind of moved away and it's more mm-hmm. like I still kind of believe in everything in, to a certain aspect, you know. Obviously, I'll poke holes and ter- certain things. Be like, you know, Jesus wasn't white. You know, I'd be very much equipped to call that out. <laughs> like, well, he was, I like, he was definitely, uh, definitely a brown <laughs> man. That's yeah, sure. and I'm like, I'm looking at my, but I'm like, I like, I'll obviously poke holes and all stuff like that. I'm like, oh, real? Like, do you really think that? Like, do you really no, think Jesus? I really that's like, um, but it's, I'll poke holes and stuff like that. And like, you know, but in terms of like the faith, I lo- like, I still would say like, oh yeah, look, I mean, I. I still believe in like this, that there's a God, like whether I devote my entire, like mm. my entirety of my time into into my own faith, probably not. Um, but it's that kind of whole thing. Like what Niall was saying is that like, or Niall Kieran said, around um, acknowledging that there's something bigger than you, you know, in the universe, you know, and like I don't know what I, might, but might be God, might not be God, might be something else. Um, but I don't think like that were. Like, yeah. I don't think I can believe that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to end up in a hole in the ground. That's me done. You know, I'm like, you want, you want to always believe there's something else. Like, well, you see, that's th- that's a different thing here. And like, I, what's really sad about what, what you were saying there is that you should never. It's it's people that have made you feel like it's ultimately people. And if the, the people even involved in making the decisions around the, the marketing that goes in or even the. The, the words that come out of let's say the hierarchy in any religion it's it's and people on the ground as well who've made you feel maybe that you weren't welcome or that you couldn't mm. be part of and that community the thing is you always actually, feel part of it you know yeah. real real christians let's say are real people who would be people of faith no matter what faith they are would yeah. always show love and respect and be welcoming you know but so sad i did find you. though like it actually funny enough it wasn't any of the people like I, and it wasn't even a case of the people 
in my own church. Like it was never a case of like where I didn't feel welcome in that church by the people. It's just when like when it's still at the end of the day, you know, it's still a, a diocese of the Catholic Church, you know, and you're kind of like, well, it's like, well, these individual people might not necessarily do a certain way, but you know, like as a queer individual, I'm like, oh, I mean, these people might be fine with it, but realistically, like is everyone else who's involved in this fine? I don't know. And it's like that kind of questioning yourself with everything. It's just like, it's easy to move away. Um, but no, I don't, I, like, I don't, I do think, yeah, like it's failure of like the system of like, of the religion, but it's just, it's a tough one. Yeah. And Baisa keeps, I don't know if Baisa's wife keeps dropping it. Cause I was literally just going to get to her on a point, but I she, saw- She'll jump back in, will she? Yeah, she probably will. Um, I saw Alex, you put your hand up first. And then I'm, if Baisa does come in, I might go to her first about something as well, but then I go to you now, don't worry, I got you, I got you. But yeah, Alex, jump in. Let's hear. Yeah, you. I'm just gonna jump in on Nas' point from earlier. I think um, a lot of people are following the Catholic faith now because of culture opposed to religion. Um, like a lot of people are like it's part of our culture now. It's been around yeah. for so yeah. long. People are baptizing their children out of habit or out of tradition. Like, um, so yeah, I think it should be sort of up to the person if you're not going to raise your child true catholic like properly catholic like with catholic faith like if you're bringing the child into the religion but you're not going to follow through with that i think you should leave it to the child Mm. themselves to explore their faith and then themselves let them decide if they want to be part of that faith or yeah allow them to have their own religious belief yeah um Sorry, Nile, I know your hand is up and everything. I'm seeing you, don't worry, I ain't forgetting you. Is I just wanted to go to Baisat real quick because um, at the start of a conversation, you obviously mentioned you're Muslim. And I, I, I wanted to ask this question because I think that I want to give people more, um, a little bit of a broader view because I know we're t- pushing a lot on like Christianity and that's obviously yeah. not what the whole conversation is about. But um, even as a Muslim as well, I'd actually love to hear your, your, your thoughts on this. Um, what I've noticed this anyway in modern culture today, you know, Gen Z, millennials, there are perceptions on Islam. And I don't know if you wanted to elaborate more on those perceptions and how you feel as someone who is Muslim as well. Um, yeah, there are like huge perceptions like on Islam, mainly yeah. negative ones. And um, I think it does tie down to like, obviously terrorism, um, stereotypes, um, things like that. And um, what I will actually say about them is that, you know, um, it's it's really when you just would take one person to represent a whole faith. Um, you know, there's there's a line in the Quran that says, you know, when you sorry by the prophet, and he says like, when you kill one person, it's like you're killing the whole of mankind. You know, especially like killing innocent people isn't a thing that you know is supported in Islam. It's something that's actually not acceptable like at any at any level um i think that uh, it's something that people who do this um terrorists they kind of they have a misconstrued kind of vision of how they should treat people and it's something that i think is affecting a lot of um it's affecting everyone in this day and age you know like islamophobia is like it's not a little issue it's huge um i think i always get this a lot when i am um, talk to people and they're like oh you're Muslim, but you're actually like, you're friendly. You're normal. And it's so funny because it's like, um, a lot of us are normal. A lot of us are like me, like, you know, we like people, we go to work, we have friends, we go out, stuff like that, you know? And I think it's really down to just getting to know people and like getting to know, even if you don't want to talk to someone directly, but I think asking questions is so important. Um, I don't get offended when people ask me questions. I don't get offended when people like, you know, ask why I'm wearing the headscarf, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's something that I actually appreciate rather than you going off on a stereotype or being scared of me because I wear one. So um, as you like engaging in conversation, like I don't bite and like, I hope that a lot of people like realize that a lot of us do not bite. Like we're happy to engage in conversation. We wish you knew more about us so that, you know, there will be less of like the hate and the stigma, you know? Yeah. So um, that's definitely a thing. 
key point, key point. And I want I, I wanted to ask that question because I know a lot of people have they they have they're fearful of asking these kind of things. And you know me, but I said, you know me, I'll ask anything because <laughs> I just I'm the way I am a little, a little bit more blunt. But that's like you said, those questions give you more understanding. And like I I I love the fact you're like, oh, we have to explain to people that we're normal. Like that's mad to me in my head. I'm like, the fact that people now do see one person do something and then go, you know what? yeah I'm not gonna talk to her because she you know she's one of them and that kind of you know one of them in a sense I'm like bro Mm. you really need to it is the same kind of conception that people have with different faiths or religions it's kind of what we were talking about earlier Boogie, where people saying that idea being tied down people don't want to be put in boxes now (laughs) so so there is a fear of saying oh I'm catholic because they probably think oh you're probably you're probably yeah you're you're holy joe like so or (laughs) you know like it's the same. Anybody, anybody who goes straight down that path to it, you know, and and for for boys that you have to wear, you know, because the head scary. So you have got some extra visuals that would yeah. in, in, yeah. indicate your fate. Not even you saying it, you know. So of course the society wants to put us all in boxes, you know. And yeah. even even with Noel, like you, you coming on as the atheist, God, God help you, you to come on as like, almost like the the villain in the pantomime, like so. You know, but you know that people just automatically say, "Oh, atheists," oh, you know. So there's all society does that, which is terrible. Why can't we just have? For me, a very important thing in all of this is, no matter what happens. So no matter what happens in all of our lives as we go through it, you will have a personal relationship with your own with 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 faith. So if you believe in God, or you're searching for God in your life, or you feel like maybe there's something else that's missing. That is always going to be a personal journey. And Noel, you put in there about like um, making uh, what we're all making the image of likeness, and you're you're just you're just like you'll never understand it. It's like don't let anybody ever tell you that you're this like you're not part of something or whatever. If you whatever you want to believe in, you believe in it, and and you'll always be a part of that. And and that's because you have a personal relationship with your own belief. So if it's if it's you believe in Jesus Christ or you believe in Muhammad or whatever you believe in you have a personal relationship and nobody can take that away from you because at the end of the day, you, you like, you've got to look in a mirror and say, what do you believe in? What's at the root of yourself? Aside of religion and all of that stuff, what do you believe in? And if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in God, I believe in Jesus. For everything else in my life where I've got it wrong and I've, I've, I've had so many times where I've made mistakes and I haven't followed the rules and I've, sometimes I don't agree with the rules. Sometimes I've, 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 you know, whatever, for whatever reason, I just haven't clicked with my own religion i've always had my faith yeah and that's that's what i'd say to everyone don't ever let nobody can ever take that off you no matter what you do in your own life or what you believe do you mind if i correct you on something there yeah sorry um no i just wanted to make it like really clear Um, i said muhammad the prophet yeah, we, apologies yeah, we, yeah i know i know you don't sorry <laughs> yeah no, no you're it's right okay yeah. i just want as soon as i said it, i said oh no yeah it's a prophet <laughs> yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. A- allah allah i should say yeah please yeah. actually yeah. clarify yeah. that yeah Thank apologies you. yeah i appreciate yeah. that no it's okay i appreciate that yeah so, that's perfect that's perfect um i know niall you had your hand before but i don't know if you still wanted to come in on your point and then i'm going to add it i forgot what i was initially going to say but i was just um after <laughs> yeah. hearing the, the conversation just there from from my side I just wanted to raise something that I see as you know someone who doesn't practice Islam but um and please by side if I slip up along the way feel free to correct correct me but to my knowledge you know Islam is a very peaceful religion it's very you know it does toler- um, promote kind of tolerance and peace and that kind of thing um you know the, the very very small majority of of people who practice Islam who engage in kind of you know um, terror as we see it yeah. um, follow kind of very older laws of Islam isn't it and that kind of thing they take it very literally yeah so this is I, I completely understand what you're saying like this is definitely a problem I think the Quran is actually unchanged it's, it's, it stays the exact same but I know what you meant by what do they follow exactly they <clears throat> take lines too literally which is which is a huge problem of course so even when I read the Quran and if I read it in in English because obviously I don't understand Arabic but I can read it so when I'm reading the Quran in English I still have to like read something which is called Tajweed I still need an explanation on it because I can't directly take something from the Quran and say oh okay um there was a line that people that was quite controversial you know and it was something to do with killing people 
And the context was actually in a battle. It was to describe a battle that had happened, you know, and the orders that were given, if they kill, if they attack you first, you can kill them back. But in this case, people took it right out, probably didn't read the outside part. You know, you, you have to read something fully to completely understand it. And it's the case where they probably read that one line and didn't realize, yeah, it's meant to be in battle and they're meant to attack mm. first. It's it's not, let's just go on a killing spree type of thing. Yeah. So definitely it's and, understanding, you know, and reading it fully. And yeah. I think that's, I think that goes a lot. And it's not just like, it's all, I think it's all religions in that, like, I think some people will take texts and will take bits and pieces that they want to take and ignore the rest. And I'll I'll go back to my own example in that, like, people will always turn around and be like, oh, sure, Leviathans and says that, like, you know, being gay is bad. And I'm like, it also says you can't wear double denim, you know, or like denim with something else or like you can't, you can't wear conflicting <laughs> patterns. And it's like, but, but that whole thing is like, you know, where people will swear up and down that, um, that like mm. it says in the Bible that you know being gay is wrong and you know and all this that and the other and I'm like I can list off seventy different things that you do on a daily basis that are like that if you were to take the Bible as literal as you want to take it is wrong and it's all of that kind of like looking at it in context and looking at like while the text might not change you know the context does you know um so but I totally get that like in that people interpreting it like one way because they're not looking at it as they're looking at it as a sentence rather than as a as a whole text with more me more meaning that it, like so i i can i can i totally get that side of things um but oh, just, i just thought i'd come in on that part because I, t- I totally resonate with that side of things oh, in that. i do as well sorry i'm not laughing at kira <laughs> i'm laughing at just the comment box okay so i'm um, sorry i'm just thinking about who's speaking next sorry no you didn't finish your point um so i just wanted to go back to you yeah if i could just very quickly go to the point you said about the kind of the view that we as a kind of western society would have of people and again bisexual feel free to if i at any point misrepresent jump in but um you know the likes of we'll take the u.s government the uk government european governments they almost use the <laughs> they almost use the the religion um as like a scapegoat for you know the very very small number of, of terror incidents which which take place but what they don't take into account and who they don't call kind of terrorists and that kind of thing especially in the US is domestic terrorists white people who engage in shooting mm. activity, white people who kill US citizens that kind of thing so I think it's such a double standard but also like there's literally proof that during um you know when they were looking to launch the the campaign for the Iraq war they literally like ran focus groups with US citizens and asked would it be easier if we scapegoated a religion a country like that kind of thing to get back uh, to engage in a war on terror so it's just a very unfair representation I think it takes you know kind of looking into it a bit more and kind of stepping out of this kind of western bubble that we live in to see that that's what's happening because like Baisat said it's a or like I said and like Baisat kind of corroborated it's a very tiny number of, of, of people just like it was you know a small number of say priests in the catholic religion who engaged in kind of inappropriate activities that kind of thing so it's wrong to characterize a religion based on uh, small incidents, which, you know, religion, th- that religion probably denounces at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I know. A hundred percent. I think it's, it's when you're a Muslim and you kill people, you're a terrorist. But if you're white, you're, you know, you're not a terrorist. You're or... misunderstood. Had a bad day. Yeah. yeah. Having yeah. a bad day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But there's, there's racial issues there as well, isn't there? Yeah. People identify a faith with a race now as well, you know, so. I, I think um, that's even an even stickier issue for me. I'm black and I'm Muslim as well. So it's kind of the case where like, sometimes the two things are at war with each other and it's kind of mm. like, uh, this is weird for me. Like, yeah. you know, um, it's, very, it's very awkward, but I'd say, I don't know. It, it, it's a very like, interesting. Yeah, like it's a rabbit hole with the whole being black and Muslim thing. But I, I definitely say that you know, um, yeah, it's just kind of sad that, you know, Muslim people are stereotyped into that type of way. I, I wouldn't know now if someone was black and Muslim and, you know, committed a terrorist attack, would they call them a terrorist or would they call them a thug or would they call them, you know, yeah. a typical black man or typical, like, I would never know that, you know, like, I wouldn't know what box they would put them in. 
So isn't that the problem? There's too many boxes that they would try and put them in. Boy, yeah. The don't be fooled, y'all. Yeah. Actually, don't be fooled. Go talk. To, <laughs> go talk to people and mm. go do your research. And spe- exactly. Now I was pointing out some very, very good facts with an X. Facts with an X. You get me? Exactly. <laughs> 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 um, but Alex, my sis, we haven't forgotten about you. You're still here. Got a couple of minutes left, but we might um, jump to you, Alex, if you remember your point. And then yeah no it's completely irrelevant now because the time's passed but um, <laughs> no it's okay um just on Bison's point earlier um see when people hear I study theology they're like you're, you're you study what or are you, else are you are you a nun yeah so are you really really holy and I'm like I study theology because I've been interested in the subject not because of my faith but yeah mm. so that was just the point yeah I'm going to do, I'm probably going to study theology at some point because I definitely have an interest in just going deeper in that sense. So everybody, yeah. hey, Alex, I'm joining her one day, okay? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Move well, on. <laughs> now, and then we'll, we'll close off with Kieran. Um, and yeah, so. Yeah, and it's just, it's just up from, from previous conversation. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I guess, I don't know if anyone else wants to say any closing remarks before we kind of close. Kieran had a funny fact. Yeah, just to put a smile on everyone's face, or just to kind of the. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, Kieran, before you finish back, before you finish I, because I, I want to save your funny fact to the very end, so that it can be like a. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know, like it just I I know uh, someone uh, I think it's uh, Rick put in the chat about how like just when I mentioned the whole thing around uh, queer people in the Catholic community, is that the concept that God made us all in His image should apply to all, including members of the queer community. So like, how do you make it make sense? And I actually just laughed because really, I, I found it really funny that we we're having this conversation. I don't know if anyone has seen it, but an artist called Little Nas X released a, a music video over the weekend, which <laughs> was very controversial um, for some people. And I may have had it on repeat because I thought the imagery was <laughs> wow. Um, but I think it's coming from like a queer in, like a background of like getting told, you know, like kind of go back to what I was saying is that getting told like, you know, you're going to hell, you know, for being who you are for the whole of your life, you know, and kind of because of a religion, not because of faith. And like trying to reconcile those is really tough. Like, and I am not going to go into the video itself because it's a whole other topic, but like, that's a really good example of someone who like, you know, has faith and has like their identity and trying to reconcile those and kind of come into a a balance for themselves on it you know it just thought it was really interesting if anyone wants to look it up the, mo- the song is called montero but just be aware but be aware uh that it is uh it is a it is a lot to take in uh in one video you need to watch it multiple times and yeah that's all i can say on that breakdown but. of that video because i think you're i need to have like another like special on just that <laughs> all i all i'm gonna say is i've never seen. wanted to try pole dancing so much after watching that video and um, that's that's all um what any <laughs> right um as you know you want to say one last thing as well yourself <laughs> go for it yeah it was pretty much just to kind of reiterate the point that i made in the chat it's like that's something that will never make sense to me is is the fact that the, the catholic religion or i'm not so sure about christian religions like almost demonized you know being being gay being a member of the lgbtqia plus community because it literally says in the bible um Get the quote. I just set it up there. <laughs> we are all made in God's image. That's literally yeah, the word. We're yeah. God's image. <laughs> no, love everyone, but I don't. Re- I didn't but, remember there being then, an asterisk beside that. Like <laughs> because they because then you know you'd ask um uh, say a, a devout Catholic why and they'd say well being gay being LGBTQIA plus is a choice and you're like okay but it also says that God gave humans free will he was almost like a parent who was like right you're free to make your own decisions good or bad and live with consequences so like I just don't get it and it will never make sense to me Noel if if Jesus was on this chat if he was here right now do you think he'd be against like would would you think he have any issue with anybody from the LGBT community do you think do you think he'd say get the hell out like do you think if you met him back in the day he never did that to anybody to Go say to something the- controversial, I mean, it's like, you can spin it absolutely every way. And it's like, you know, if you're even going to, like, I, I mean, to throw something really controversial into the mix, I'm like, Jesus is a man who went around with 12 men. You know, and it's like, really, do you think he'd be... <laughs> well, I love that. Like, I love like, the historians friends, reckon there was know? a couple of women that tagged along as well, so believe yeah. yeah. But no, what I mean is the whole thing of like, like, you know, it's like people will 
can like people can say like what they want about a person, but at the end of the day, like yes, you'll have read texts about someone and all that, but you're never gonna know who like who he was like, yeah. and you're never gonna know who the person was behind the scripture, you know, and um, and it's like the only important thing about him is the messaging and the messaging that he preached was you know love. it was love love, love doesn't yeah. have an asterisk yeah. he never put an asterisk exactly. said anything yeah, yeah. Could, if, I, if i could just like say one last thing and this is like to do it in general like completely in general there's one thing that we always say is like hate the sin not the person like yeah you know like whatever it is if the person's a murderer like hate that he murdered someone don't hate the murderer do you know what i mean mm. yeah like, I, I, what that's a very good point yeah that's so, good point, so. Yeah, that's what we kind of, that's how you kind of just love people in general, like, or tolerate yeah. people, you know? Exactly. Kind, yeah. you know? And people that don't, good luck to them, no matter what religion <laughs> they say they're with. Like, you know? so so. Even even to close off on that final point that Kieran did mention as well, I would say something that's of interest, maybe if you had the time, I would say go and look into the genealogy of Jesus and see what's in there. You'll be shocked. <laughs> you'll be very shocked. And you'll you'll probably keep a lot of the stuff that you have in your in your mind to yourself after that, because you'll know that it's not everything is clear cut, clear cut kind of thing. So yeah, anyway, um, y'all, thank you so, so much for hopping on here and being so open, honest, transparent. Um, and just like sharing these things and the conversation, not at one point did it even get to the point where we were arguing. And that's just to prove that like, there's really no animosity between any respect. of us here. Yeah. It's all respect, which is really, really good. It's great to have these conversations. So I really, really appreciate that happening today. Um, so we're gonna close off with Kieran C's fact to put a smile on everybody's faces. And then- Well, I just wanna no, no, no. Do, do you know, because I, I was looking, <laughs> I had heard about these before this, and I was just thinking, we're talking about religion, right? So you just think, whatever, whatever, yeah, but whatever we think, like, about the religions we've talked about today, the kind of well-established ones, you just think there's people out there who take religion to a whole different level altogether, right? So there's two churches that you may not be aware of, or two religions, right? There's one called the Iglesia Maradona. So it's basically the Church of Maradona. So it was set up in 1986 by three Maradona fans uh, in Argentina. And it's an official church. And they basically, like, like everything they said, for every religion, you have to have a God. And their God is Maradona. Uh, his birthday, I can't think what day it is in the year, but their Christmas day is his birthday. So that's, that's, that's the Iglesia Maradona. But even beyond that, the, so, so, so you can become like a follower of Maradona if you want, right? So exclusive bro that's if, yeah if you don't if you don't know about maradona do you need to get your head examined you should have heard but it, it. like you can't you can't even say that they're based not off christmas because to be fair like people say christmas is supposed to be the birthday of jesus it's not, it's not <laughs> no, that's not what i'm saying no, that's not what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying but i'm just saying like you get what i mean like, calling it that specific thing but yeah anyway. i know and and even more so then is it who's into who's into the star wars There's yeah gotta be a few star wars fans here so jediism is a thing it's a massive thing. And there's been people all over the world have tried to get a kind of accredited into normal culture, society, everything. So I'll just read you a couple of funny things here. You just think like even on university. So there was a Turkish university. Uh, where is it down here now? They wanted it. Uh, oh, yeah. So they wanted it. They wanted to basically set up a Jedi temple on campus and got a petition signed. They got 180,000 signatures. So you think like I have a lot of students looking for like prayer spaces on campus. You could just imagine going to the, 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 the executive on, on Minute University asking for a Jedi temple. Uh, good luck. A new student center. Never mind a Jedi temple. What are you on about that? It's been like 50 years waiting for a new student center. No Jedi temple. No. Well, you better, you better hope it doesn't start gaining light. But that, that, that's a massive thing. So they follow, they follow the ways of the Jedi. And that's, you know, that's a thing. So it's, there's, there's official churches all over the world. I think in, in America one year, I think the big thing was that people actually identified on the census as being Jedi. So there was X amount of people identified, but then that's that's America, isn't it? It was just a whole other ball game altogether. So we know the <laughs> madness that goes on over there. <laughs> but anyway, that's that, I just thought that was funny. So for everything that we're talking about, we could have somebody who's into Jediism here in the call today, and God knows what sort of conversation we'd be having, or <laughs> or Mar Maradonism or whatever. But uh, it just made me laugh. Going, that's that's religion at its maddest. Mm. So everybody stick to your stick to faith stick to what's you know do you believe first of all do you believe in god after that you know you can pick any religion you want <laughs> mm. and it can be completely 
individual and like the whole thing is it's completely individual to you like you know it doesn't have to fall into like the box of our religion like your faith can be like you can but like 100 like you could fall you could identify as a christian and don't fall in line exactly with what like the catholic church you know dictates you know i mean when you think about it, what you're saying there is like every religion essentially starts or every branch of religion starts with someone disagreeing you know whether it's you know you look at like um, Protestants versus Catholics, you know, and nothing versus and they're against each other, but, you know, it's difference of opinion on certain things and how it splits off. And, like, that's the same, like, you can, your faith is just, uh, like, everyone's faith is as valid as anyone else's is. You know what I mean? It, that, it, it, like, it all starts somewhere. So if you know, like, if you have a slightly different opinion on something, that's absolutely fine. It's your faith, you know, it's what you believe. Do you get me? Yeah. We get you, we get you. Um, so yeah, we could talk, we could be here all day. We are late for a meeting, so we are going to call it those <laughs> here. For everyone who came to listen and to watch, and anyone who's listening back over, hope you enjoyed. <laughs> um, and thank you to our lovely guests for coming in and talking with us as well. If you would like to listen or watch this um, episode, you can watch it on our Facebook, our YouTube, and we have also Good Morning Minute, the podcast, which is on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and other streaming platforms as well. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, good morning, technically good afternoon, Minute. <laughs> <laughs> good mid morning. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's six o'clock somewhere, you know, so <laughs> good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, good morning. <laughs>